0: Well, Happy New Year to you. It is 2024. Man, the year 2023 just flew by. Hope you are doing well and had a, uh, a fun time celebrating uh, as we turn the page to a new year and also had a great Christmas with your family and friends wherever you were. Hopefully, had safe travels. Uh, once again, I'm Jason Dennis, your host extraordinaire for the Run the Race podcast. As we've been, been on here for about four years and some change, talking about fitness and faith on a regular basis. So, appreciate you joining us. There's a lot of uh, things to choose from, and maybe you're getting back to work, getting back into the rhythm of life. And And, you know, as we go into this new year, a lot of times people make resolutions. I don't make New Year's resolutions typically. Maybe I used to, but I don't really believe in those because um, I think you can make goals whenever you want. Um, You know, they say the best time to uh, uh, plant a tree is 20 years ago, and the next best time to plant it is now. So, um, you know, you know, don't need to delay anymore. So, we are about three days into the year 2024 when you're listening to this, probably. And, you know, a lot of times we talk about making positive changes uh, as, you know, we, we, we kind of have this fresh start, January 1st, a renewed hope maybe, and it inspires us to kind of hit the reset button when it comes to our patterns, our goals, our habits uh, that we hope to, to have, you know, um, improvement in life in some way. And uh, we make those big goals, they're exciting, uh, challenging, and maybe even a little scary, um, you can start out strong and have those, you know, big aspirations. Uh, maybe even tell some friends about it, post it on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok. And uh, with that initial push, um, you know, maybe you know, after a few days or weeks, you start to struggle a little bit. Life gets in the way. You get busy. You miss a workout. Uh, you miss reading the Bible one day, and um, then uh, before long, you have excuses, and uh, maybe your goal wasn't realistic. And you see other people doing these amazing things, and you just can't seem to, you know, nothing seems to stick with you, right? It can be disappointing and boring, but it's not hopeless, guys. Uh, It can be disappointing, but it's not hopeless. You just need to build some grit. And so we're, we're titling this episode, I think, you know, um, turbo, turbo Into 2024 with Grit, Grace, and God. We'll talk about those three things today. And, uh, you know, I say Turbo Into 2024 because I had some... Uh, former youth pastors of, of mine here in Columbus, Georgia, some really good friends of mine, uh, Pastor Joe Banks and Pastor uh, Jared Six, who now are pastoring together up in Illinois near the Missouri line. And they nicknamed me Turbo on the basketball court. Uh, I played basketball a lot every day, essentially growing up in North Carolina. And then I did other sports. And then now I've been a runner for the last 10 or 11 years. So haven't played basketball as much. But several years ago when I played basketball with them um, on, on at the court at church. Um, they nicknamed me Turbo because I was known as a runner, and I was running around really fast, hustling hard, and um, so they nicknamed they me Turbo. I'm not sure how good I was. I guess I was pretty decent at basketball, still am, but you want to also be under control a little bit, and um, you want to uh, approach every day with that grit, right, and uh, just that hustle and uh, kind of doing your best to um, you know, uh, live life to the fullest, grab life by the horns. That's why I had this goal of trying to do a marathon in all 50 states. It's uh, just, you know, turbo into life, and that can mean a lot of different things for different people. Uh, when I say turbo, I say, you know, just just go for it. You know, um, be unapologetic about your determination, your tenacity, um, you know, desire life. You know, you want to carpe diem, and uh, you got to, you know, want to go be great and be confident that, that you can do that. And part of that is kind of knowing your why. Uh, why are you working so hard or hustling or, or turbo into that, uh, that goal? Got to have a reason uh, to keep your head up and focus because there's going to be difficult days with any goals that you make and you don't want to give up. You want to bet on yourself and bet on God because uh, he's ultimately the one that's going to help you reach those goals. And so we're going to start off with uh, talking about, about God and uh, and and grace and uh, things you can do. Uh, there's an article I found in setapart.net about resolutions rooted in grace and um, you know, each year, you know, it talks Sarah Walton in this blog that she posted, and um, it's really cool. Again, at setapart.net, uh, she talks about how with each new year, we have you know some curveballs, some challenges, and we were faced with the reality of of life. And uh, it can be great to set goals for yourself, right? We, we all want to set goals, especially for the new year. But when they're rooted in uh, self-reliance purely and self-improvement, you know, um, self-care is good. But if it's just about, you know, the uh, the um, you know, do better book or whatever, we set ourselves up perhaps for disappointment when it's all about self, self, and we fall short. So maybe this year we can all pursue faithfulness. That's kind of the maybe the word of the year for us is faithfulness. Knowing that only God knows what what will practically look like what lies ahead. He knows what's, you know, an hour ahead of you or a week ahead of you or even a year or a decade ahead of you. And faithfulness may mean, you know, being willing to step out of your comfort zone, tackling an opportunity that feels impossible. And that faithfulness can look different for each of us. We're all unique. We all have our different seasons that we're in. Maybe faithfulness can mean exercising more, or maybe it's instead resting in God's grace when you're injured or ill, or dealing with, you know, something, a struggle with your family or with your job. Faithfulness can mean uh, some practical changes uh, about how we use our time, time management, right? Or even just getting out of bed when you have grief that's smacking you in the face and you want to just reach out and say, Jesus, I need you right now. Faithfulness can be maybe committing to that consistent, everyday Bible reading, or it could mean just kind of overall just soaking in the truth of God and not trying to do this daily streak of of, of Bible reading or of running, And uh, in Proverbs 69, God talks about how, quote, the heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. So um, if you feel compelled in this new year, 2024, to come up with goals, to improve habits, to grow in character— Let's do that not on the foundation of self, self self-improvement, self-reliance, but do that on the basis of God's grace, knowing that your identity is in Jesus' perfect righteousness, His faithfulness, not our own. And it's by His grace, you know, we will become more like Jesus uh, this year. So it's, you know, sometimes with goals we said, okay, I need to do this, I need to do that. That's true. We're here on earth. We got to do it. You got to put in the work and you're physically doing it, but putting God at the forefront of those goals uh, will will make it work out a lot better. Now, when it comes to grit, uh, I'm not talking about grits that we eat, like shrimp and grits, um, or grits that we talk about here in the South, uh, eating that with breakfast or whatever else, but we're talking about grit. Uh, There's a book by Angela Duckworth. Uh, called The Grit, The Power of Passion and Perseverance. And I got this from 12minuteathlete.com, this article about, you know, getting grittier. Um, in her book, Angela Duckworth's book, she says um, she defines grit as passion and perseverance for long-term goals. And we'll say that again, passion and perseverance for long-term goals. So you got to be persistent. You got to be passionate, ambitious have some self-discipline because it can take, you know, for big goals, it can take months, years, even decades to really accomplishment. You know, this 50 states goal, trying to do a marathon and all, all across the United States, um, so far it's taken me um, seven and a half, eight years, and um, it's going to be taking me another probably five or six. So we're talking about, you know, 12 to 15 years to complete that task. And I got to give myself grace when it comes to that. So in terms of health and fitness, um, you got to make fitness, if you want to do it, make it a regular part of your identity, of your lifestyle, and then work towards those goals. Uh, you can have small goals; it's okay to have those for sure. You don't have to have these big, huge things. But those small goals can can lead to to bigger ones. So the the key is how do we. How do you grow your grit? Well, the 12-minute athlete article, it gives uh, four kind of simple steps. I'm going to go through them real quick here in the next uh, minute or two. Uh, step one, I mean, it's a skill that can be learned and trained, grit is. Step one is find a goal that you care about. Again, it's back to that why. Um, what's something you're going to stick to for an extended period of time? Because you don't want to waste your time being gritty with something that really you don't care about, right? The that, that one, something that doesn't matter to you it's also easier said than done because, you know, uh, picking something you're passionate uh, about uh, to pursue long term, um, that can be difficult for some of us because we're busy with, you know, jobs and family and different things. And who has time for, you know, uh, some downtime for a habit, right? Well, you know, not finding the absolute perfect fit. Because we're all looking for like, okay, what's exactly what I want to do and need to be doing uh, with my spare time to be fitter spiritually and physically? Well, we try so much to find that perfect fit that we just stop trying and you end up quitting. So find something that you love to do and you're willing to spend some extra time doing um, you know, on your own or with, with other people. Uh, keep trying those new things until you find something that really sticks, that fascinates you, and that can take years to find. So be patient in that process of discovery. Step two: seek out knowledge to improve. Um, you know, once you know that long-term goal, you want to get that knowledge, right? Knowledge is power, and you can get that through books, online programs, in-person coaching. Maybe some workshops, and you don't want to get too far ahead of yourself. Um, You don't want to get ahead of your current skill level. So I talk about turbo. You want to go fast at times, and that really doesn't mean like necessarily speed, but you want to just go for it, right? Uh, But you also don't want to set these huge goals that you're not going to be able to achieve right now. So take small goals. It's like, what's the best way to eat an elephant? You know, small bites, Right. So small, manageable steps. You can break those long-term goals down into that, and uh, it'll help you stay motivated to take action without being really overwhelmed by that big picture. Right. Step three: connect this to a larger purpose or a higher value. This can mean uh, figuring out what you're doing. You know how how are you helping others through that? Right, and making a difference in the world. It may be as simple as connecting your goal to your value of living a healthy, active life. Like for for me with running, I want to be a good example for my kids, uh, being healthy at my age, almost 48 years old, but I also want to be a good example for my friends, my coworkers, my other family members. And it makes me feel good physically and mentally. And so I'm a better person. I'm not, you know, um, hangry, um, or rungry or whatever you want to call it. And, um, so it's it's all about the why, not just about sticking with that program or building up your skills, connecting your smaller goal to that larger purpose, right? What what's what's bigger than you and bigger than life. And that makes it more likely you're going to stick with those goals because things are going to get difficult. They certainly will. So you want to have that why that kind of keeps you coming back uh, to the golf course or to the track or to the church or whatever else. Step four, the last one here, is track and adjust. Um, you know, it's, it's not always going to be smooth, linear progress. That's not really how it works. So the key to that constant improvement is... Is you're, you're going to have strengths, you're going to have weaknesses. You want to work on both those, and eventually your weaknesses are going to slowly maybe become your strengths, and that's really rewarding when you see that. So you ask yourself a couple things: Is this goal still something I want to pursue? Because you're investing time in it, right? And also, do I need to decrease the challenge? It's okay to do that. Uh, it's it's okay to have some humility, and because you want to accomplish those big goals. Um, with smaller, manageable steps along the way. And if you're not making progress because your goal is um, just too little, maybe it's not challenging enough, and uh, so you want to break it down further, and um, you, 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 you may want to stop because maybe you're bored or not making progress and you want to quit. So increase the challenge if you have to, decrease it, whatever you need to do, just, and ask God, you know, uh, God, what do you want me to do here? Guide me along the way. Give me wisdom. He cares about the small things as well. Uh, There's an author of a book called Stealing Fire, The Rise of Superman, bold. Stephen Kotler, who, uh, who talks on here about the, the 4% reach is the sweet spot. So he says, aim to increase the challenge by about 4%. That's 4%, small amount, on a constant basis. That's your sweet spot, he says, that help you continue making progress and get maybe in the zone as we're looking to get into, in that zone on a, a more regular basis. And uh, maybe you need some more feedback um, because you're feeling stuck. And uh, maybe you'll feel that way in a few weeks or the the beginning of February, a month into 2024, you'll feel like, okay, so am I still going after my goals or am I still able to do this? I'm tired. And so you want to have that grit to be able to do that. Maybe you can't afford to hire someone, uh, but uh, a coach or something. So look it up on the internet. There's tons of great resources, low cost ones out there, books, online courses, tutorials. You look on YouTube, you can find a little workouts and little devotionals, those kind of things. And lastly, other ways to up your grit is surround yourself with other gritty people. You know, people that are—you're—you're uh, you're a lot more likely to stick with your goals if you have friends or family, colleagues that you spend time with, that that you work with, that are also being gritty with their long-term goals. Don't have to be exactly like your goals, but but they're working hard too, and you guys can relate to each other. Believe that you can do it. This is huge belief. You know, um, and if you believe your hard work will result in success, you're more likely to put in that work and that time. And keep going when the the going gets tough. Celebrate your small wins. It's pretty self-explanatory. To keep track of your progress and celebrate along the way. You don't have to wait until you to finish all fifty states for the marathons. You can celebrate when you you know have a great training run, or or when you have you know a, a great devotional with someone, or when you have you know a, a great shot on the golf course. Right? Those small wins. And lastly. Remember that grit is a skill like anything else. You can work at it, you can increase it, and you can become more gritty while you're eating grits as well. And the last one, as we talk about uh, God and uh, going for it and grit and grace— Uh, journeytoimperfect.com, pretty cool name for a website. They have an article by Leslie Newman called Grace and Peace for Your New Year, as we kick off 2024. Uh, She starts off with a verse. It's a greeting from Peter that kind of leaps out to us. It's a short one from 1 Peter 1-2. It says in the Bible, Grace to you and peace be multiplied. So the word grace in this verse... Uh, it's from a Greek word that refers to how God always leans towards us, leaning towards us, freely giving Himself away because He wants to be with us, right? And then the word peace in there that comes from a Greek word which means wholeness, bringing everything together. And lastly, the word multiplied again, grace to you and peace be multiplied. That word multiplied comes from a Greek word that means made full to maximum potential. So how would our new year be different if we remembered all those promises from God, right? If we believe that peace is possible, that we're not cynical about peace, right? Even in the midst of all the things we're going through, the difficult things, if we're suffering emotionally or, or physically, a lot of us are, that God can bind all the things, the essential things together and make us whole again. No matter what we're facing, no matter the circumstances, we have Jesus and He is our living hope. And, and God is, you know, like, like we talked about, He's leaning towards us, full of grace and peace, multiplied beyond what we could ever imagine. And, you know, sometimes we, we try to make things perfect. Well, perfectionism, that gives no grace. And, uh, you know, uh, it doesn't know how to receive it. Uh, grace is central to overcoming perfectionism. You just got to remember this. God loves you just the way you are, imperfections and all. He loves those imperfections just as much, if not more. We cannot earn his love. It's just there for us because of who he is. All he asks is that we embrace his love and uh, what Jesus did for us on the cross, believing that he is our uh, perfect uh, Lord and Savior who came on this earth for us. And so, uh, you know, hopefully you have had a great start to 2024 so far. And hopefully in the, the weeks ahead, you can have plenty of grit and grace and God, um, as we uh, try to reach these goals, and and um, you know I'd love to hear from you. You can uh, send me an email, jdennis at wtvm.com. We also have the Run the Race um, Fitness and Faith uh, Facebook page that I need to get raring back up a little more. I haven't posted on there as much, but uh, we have some great guests coming up uh, talking about fitness and faith. Hopefully next week you'll hear from. Uh, our leader with the Valley Rescue Mission, who is a uh, pastor's kid who uh, led the Chamber of Commerce here for more than two decades and retired, but is now out of retirement, has a new divine mission from God that's uh, reached into his retirement, and he's now helping uh, those that are less fortunate across this area of West Georgia and East Alabama. So make sure to, to tune in for that episode as well. And as we uh, start 2024, We're going to close this first episode of Run the Race in the New Year with prayer, as we always do. Dear God, just thank you for this fresh start, this new year, and for getting us all here. And Lord God, just pray for health for those that are listening. We just thank you for this opportunity to lift you up and to uh, try to lift each other up uh, through you and through uh, hard work, determination, through uh, grace that you give us and uh, things that we don't deserve, that that you help us and give us that mercy, and uh, Lord Jesus, just help us to um, to make those goals. Give us the wisdom to know what to do, how to be better as uh, as as men, women, boys, girls, and uh, to to treat each other with kindness. And uh, Lord God, just help us in this new year that um, make it give us breakthroughs in 2024 that we can't even imagine um, with your help. In Your name we praise. In Your name we pray. Amen. Well, thanks again for listening to this shorter uh, episode, uh, about twenty plus minutes long. Tell your friends about it. Use hashtag Run the Race. Uh, you can uh, write a review on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and and uh, we talked we talk about football as we did recently. We talk about uh, all kinds of things on here uh, related to. Uh, uh, faith and fitness and appreciate you listening. And uh, again, happy new year. God bless.